The following content was made as part of celebrations for 25 years of Demon Media and originally aired on Sunday the 25th of July 2021. So happy 25 years Demon Media and here's to 25 more. And now on with the show. Enjoy. Good day. Hello. This is another show as part of Demon FM's Demon 25 weekend of celebration. Um, you are listening to uh, members of the management team from 2019 to 2020. Who remembers that number? Um, the year that COVID hits towards the end and also our first year as an online only station. Um, so we had quite a lot going on and we are the 24th, if my maths is right, 24th year of Demon um, and that is what we're doing today. So we're one of the last shows of the weekend, actually, which would be um, great to follow up all the other great people. Uh, I'm David Evans. I was the station manager in the year, and I've got a couple of other people with me too. So we have, let's go down the list. We've got Araminta. Do you want to introduce yourself and what you did? Sure thing. Hi, my name's Araminta Jürgen Romerig. I joined Demon as a presenter. I then became the social media manager. And after that, I was the impact producer in my final year. Amazing. Uh, Tom is one of our other panellists. Tom, tell us about you. Good morning slash afternoon slash evening. I'm Tom Fair. I was the deputy station manager while you lot were there trying to wrangle you like a herd of cats. And I'm currently a multi-platform journalism student over at BCU. Amazing. And finally, we have Hannah Willoughby. Hi. Uh, yeah, I'm Hannah. Um, I was the Demon Social Media Manager in 2019-2020 um, and I started off as a presenter with Demon and now I'm in psychology. I'm not working in radio as of yet, but that will be happening. And um, yeah, well let's, well, let's see how the job market is after COVID, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So we're going to be with you on Demon FM for the next hour. Um, and I've been given a load of questions, which probably made a lot of sense for the people who were part of Demon 25 years ago. Um, but to start with, I'm going to have to ask you, um, where have you gone since uh, leaving Demon? And what bits of your Demon experience have taken you there in the last uh, look at the calendar 12 months since we left? Um, so uh, I'll kick things off. I uh, managed to get very lucky and have been freelancing in uh, radio throughout COVID, um, which was Yay. more of a lucky move because uh, obviously things changed, people had to isolate and being a young, healthy person, um, I would just aim, ended up being very, very useful. Um, but yeah, definitely the skills I, I learned as a station manager and as a producer within Demon FM uh, taught me a lot of stuff that were very, very useful when actually stepping into a proper radio station and a working newsroom. Um, so yeah, Araminta, you also got into work quite quickly as well, didn't you? I did. I also was extremely lucky. Um, I started looking for jobs, obviously, towards the end of the year. And it was looking dire. It was looking dire for a very long time, as I'm sure a lot of people can sympathize with. Um, and because of my experience with Demon being a social media coordinator and then, and then afterwards impact producer, which sort of had some marketing elements and social media elements in there as well, I was looking in that sort of realm and I found a job at a social media agency. So I am now an account manager. Um, I basically work across a range of brands, about seven or eight. I wish I knew that actual number. That sounds very unprofessional. Um, and I handle their organic social media, their paid social media and their ambassador strategies now. So uh, I think the link's very clear there. I definitely um, found my interest in social media through Demon and also just in sort of multimedia and bringing strategies 
together through things we did at Demon, where we brought loads of different elements into one. Um, that's definitely fed into what I do now. Brilliant. And Tom, you've uh, done a bit more study and education, haven't you? I have, yes. I'm over at Birmingham City University at the moment. I'm doing the MA in multi-platform mobile journalism. And that's basically, you know, print, online, radio, TV, the whole gamut. And I think how Demon has helped me with that is sort of learning how to conduct myself in a way that people expect of you in media. You know, if you listened back to my first show, you would... It was a, bit, a little bit embarrassing. I didn't know what my own voice was. I didn't know how I wanted to bring myself across. But just through doing hours and hours and hours of it, I found my own voice. I found my own conduct and the way I want to be perceived. Brilliant. And Hannah, um, what have you been up to in the last year? Yeah, so obviously COVID has meant that I have not been able to go anywhere near a radio station for the last year or so, which has been really, really disappointing. But I've stayed in education as well. So um, I'm at Reading um, doing psychology. Um, but I have my eye on the radio job market. And I know everything that I learned in Demon will obviously put me in really, really good stead. Um, I was really surprised when I first joined Demon. I did it as like a vocational kind of thing. I was like, yeah, I really enjoy like putting music on at parties. Why not do it for the whole university every Friday night? Um, and that's what I did. And then it turned into something so much more than that. And <laughs> it sounds so cliche. It's like, oh, you come out with like a whole new career plan. But that is genuinely what happened. Um, so yeah, I've got my eye on it. I've got my eye on the prize. But um, I, I'm just thankful for the people that I met in Demon, if anything. Um, not only that you guys who I worked with, I know big, big hearts to you guys, um, not only the people I worked with, but also the alumni as well. The alumni are amazing. Once a demon, always a demon. They're always in touch, which is lovely. Um, and also the industry links that we've had. So through demon, I've gotten to know um, producers all around the country. Um, the assistant head of Radio One, I've had a few good chats with him. So it's like, it's it's pretty amazing where just a tiny university society can take you, I think. Brilliant. So that is the four of us and who we are. Uh, we're with you for the next uh, 50 minutes-ish. And we've got some absolute bangers from the academic year from 2019 to 2020, starting mm -hmm. with this one. Hello and welcome back to Demon 25 with the uh, some of the members of the management team from Demon FM in 2019 to 2020, which is also the year that some of this music that you've just been listening to was charting in. Uh, we are here to have a chat and a reflect on uh, what our time in Demon Media was like, how Demon FM was amazing for us uh, and where it's got us now. And what I want to do now is take a little look back on how we got started and some of the best bits there. Uh, so for me, I remember when I was looking at unis, I'd kind of done a couple of open days. Some, some of them were interesting, some of them were bad. DMU was quite good. And then there was the uh, Demon Media stand. And in the same with our course, the course leader actually talked up Demon Media a lot and was saying how amazing this thing is. And, and then naturally, as someone who's really curious, I go home and I Google Demon Media. What is this? Show me more. Um, and immediately, I just see just memes, fun, lots of people doing great stuff on the radio, lots of people doing great stuff on uh, Demon TV, the online uh, articles. And I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. All of this happens just by people that want to do stuff and then they can do stuff. 
And I thought that that seals a deal. I've got to go to this university and I've, I've got to be involved in this. Uh, and that's really how I got involved in Demon Media, which is uh, a nice little origin story. Uh, Araminta, how did you uh, start thinking about getting involved in this society? Um, well, I had a similar experience where I was introduced to Demon through my open day and um, um, DMU was actually the only university I sort of looked that I was a local, so um, I knew that's where I was heading. So I was really excited to see that there were definitely opportunities there to try new things. I actually didn't get started in Demon until my second year, and that was just purely out of fear. I think I was very nervous. Um, I was still meeting people, and I just didn't feel ready to sort of engage in a society yet. But when I did, I was so glad of it because it kind of filled a space for me. Um, coming out of college, I was a big performing arts person. Um, I loved drama and I was putting on shows and I didn't really do that anymore as soon as I went to university and I tried some theatre groups but nothing was really clicking but when I found Demon and I got into radio presenting I realised that that was kind of an evolution of what I was doing before um, without having to worry about how I looked or you know staging or anything like that it was just a nice paired back kind of version of that and allowed me to be myself rather than kind of put on a character, which was something I hadn't really done before in front of a lot of people. So yeah, it was a, it was a new step for me, kind of something familiar, but in a new way. Amazing. Um, a lot of people in Demon come from different courses, a lot of us from different years, which is brilliant. Um, but Tom, you were actually on my course uh, and on the same year as me as well. So it's interesting. How did you get involved in Demon? Yeah, it was kind of the same as you actually. Like Demon Media was one of the big draws of this course and this university. So I was well up for it as soon as I got in there. Uh, something I particularly wanted to do when I got there was to build my confidence. I'd spent like a couple of years in work prior to that point. And it was all just sort of office type work. I didn't really see my career going anywhere. I suppose my confidence had taken a bit of a dive. And this was one way for me to start expressing myself again, you know. So that was one thing, uh, especially on, on our course as well. It was like, a way to learn on their job as well. Us doing media production is our way to get ahead of the pack, I suppose, and have fun at the same time doing it. Brilliant. Um, so we all got involved in Demon Media in different ways um, and we had loads and loads of great times. But what I want to do is ask everyone what their single favourite moment, if you can track one down, is. And Hannah, I want to start with you and see if what was your favourite moment from the years you're involved in Demon? I was hoping you wasn't going to say single moment, um, but I didn't start Demon until like my third year of uni because, uh, yeah, I, I just kind of went in and out of societies. Couldn't, I was similar to Araminta, I couldn't find anything that just fit. And it wasn't until my third year when I was like, okay, I'm going to bite the bullet, I'm going to do Demon Media. And it was it's my one single biggest regret of uni. Um, but I think my one big moment, like my favourite moment of Demon would have been the DMAs that we did in June, July, 2020. Um, and it's a shame that we weren't together as well. Cause I remember just sitting at my desk. Um, we'd already had the I Love Student Radio Awards before as well. So we'd had well, we two- we collected a bank, may I just say. Carry yes, on. yes. Um, we, we had two um, awards nights back to back. So the FM team were on Zoom for hours. <laughs> just um, it's celebrating the year that we've had because it was such a weird year. Nobody would have guessed what was coming. Um, nobody knew that we wouldn't be able to have like that kind of final goodbye. 
Um, so the DMAs for me, um, personally, because I won best female presenter and I was like, this is really, really cool and really awesome. And I didn't think I'd be able to do it. And let's just say wine was had, tears were shed and, um, one or two regrets the next morning, but it's something that I will never, ever forget. So I think the DMAs would be my one. So sorry if you guys were going to say the DMAs. <laughs> <laughs> Araminta, what was your favourite moment? Um, my favourite moment, though, that is a fantastic one. And I would agree with Hannah that that was such a lovely way of bringing everyone back together after such a strange time and just really, really celebrating I would I would say not just celebrating, but feeling very full of ourselves, I think, uh, um, and enjoying. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Just just really owning what we'd actually achieved. So that's a great one. Um, mine is, I suppose, uh, kind of tied into that. My biggest moment was definitely the Halloween hunt that we pulled off um, towards, I guess that would have been towards the end of 2019. So way before the world started ending, um, we were all still together. And it was it started off as such a, a small kind of, brainstorm session where we're like let's do something fun for Halloween what can we think of and by the end of it it was one of the craziest uh most tiring but honestly one of the most fun moments I had at uni in its entirety not just demon um for more context I suppose it was this huge hunt across uh the town of Leicester where we had presenters who didn't know what they were doing um trying to find a mascot from DMU and it, it was so fun and it went so well everyone was such a good sport so I think that for me really typified what we could pull off when everyone pulled together as well cross departmentally as well we had Demon TV and Demon um the Demon magazine involved and everyone just really pulled together for that one Amazing. Tom, what was your most favourite moment? I was going to say Halloween Hunt as well, but... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to say RAG just as a sort of entirety over the whole three years that I was there. I suppose in media, you get very fixated on the one person in front of the camera or in front of the microphone, and it's them who are doing all the magic, but you forget there's this whole 20, 30 people behind this camera planning things, filming things, writing God knows what else, and when you come to the end of an event like RAG, which if you don't know is like a massive, usually a 24-hour charity thing that we do, it's usually live-streamed, tons goes on. When you come to the end of that and you you all turn off the cameras and you all have a look at how much money you've raised and you all fall into each other's arms and start eating leftover pizza, that is such like a moment of elation. And I'll never forget like the end of the 24 hours for each of those three years I was there, just high-fiving folks and then going for a 24 hours sleep that's brilliant you've all uh, stolen some of uh, some of the things i was going to say um so i've had a little think and I, I i think one of my most favorite moments from demon wasn't necessarily an, an fm only thing um but it was varsity in one of the summers when I'd, I'd spent a year or two going to events helping out at events doing stuff operating a camera helping things people set up um and then we were doing a varsity and someone said, oh, we'd really like to uh, stream the swimming varsity, but there's, there's none of the technicians are available to go and do it. We've got no one who knows what they're doing. Um, and it was the moment where I went, hang on, I can do this. And I thought, actually, I don't need to be a passenger here. I, I've learned what I need to learn to make this event happen. And we turned up and we, it was stupid. And we, you know, we, we were bolting cameras to the balcony in the swimming pool and uh, setting up random <laughs> FM feeds. It was fantastic. It was um, it was just a great moment of realization that I'd actually come a long way since joining Demon. 
so we've got more chat coming up soon, but first we've got more bangers from uh, 2019 and 2020. Uh, some of the best years, I would say, for music, including a bit of dance music, just like this song. Welcome back to Demon 25. Uh, we're on Zoom, uh, which we have to give thanks to the pandemic for. So thank you very much for that. But that is OK. We're essentially in a studio, which is fine, um, even if that studio is online. Um, so lots of things happened in the academic year from 2019 to 2020. And one of the most exciting things about that, I think, was Demon FM's expansion into podcasting. Mm -hmm. It had been something we'd thought about before. It had been something that was kind of creeping up slowly. I think the SRA had just added on the previous year a category in the SRA Awards about podcasting. Um, and it seemed like the perfect time to try and get uh, podcasting going for the station. So we uh, recruited for a podcast producer. Rhys Bailey uh, filled that role amazingly. And uh, Charlotte McGlashan also ended up helping out as a producer as well. Uh, and those two worked really hard together to uh, make podcasting what it was in uh, last academic year, which was a really successful thing. Uh, lots of people got involved in the station who probably wouldn't have got involved because they didn't want to do live radio before. Um, and it also gave us opportunities to uh, make our content a little bit different and a little bit more quirky in times. So all of us here had different experiences with podcasts. And I know that Araminta, you uh, guested on a couple of podcasts throughout the year. Um, and I know you definitely think that being part of that was a completely different feeling, and a, but in maybe not in a bad way or a good way, but just different to doing live radio. Definitely. I think um, you, you probably go into it, especially if you have been a presenter on live radio, thinking that it's going to be the same setup and the same sort of feeling. But the atmosphere of podcasting is completely different. It, it's only a few minutes before you just completely forget that you're being recorded, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, as you say. But I think there's pros and cons to it, because when you're doing live radio, you're hyper aware, you know, you're meant to be about what's coming up next, what you're talking about, what your links are. And I think podcasting just gave everyone, um, even though I was very, I was very minimally involved, um, gave everyone an opportunity to explore topics more in depth and to probably show a bit more of their, their, you know, more relaxed personality, the way that you are with your friends, which as much as radio is a fantastically intimate and personal sort of medium, there is a degree to which you do create a persona, sort of like Tom said earlier, you find your radio voice. Um, and letting go of that was a very strange feeling for me, but also kind of quite freeing in a way. And I think it definitely opened up a door for a lot of people to get involved in Demon who would have been terrified of going on live radio and podcasting gave them a more relaxed uh, sort of entry into it. Amazing. And uh, as you say, podcasting gave people a different way to make uh, audio, which was fantastic. Um, and some people did that in a really creative and different way, including Tom uh, Fair, who's on this call. And you found success with a podcast you did at the SRA Awards, didn't you? Yeah, Yay! so... <laughs> claps for everyone. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, I think it was last February, the, the UCU, so all the lecturers and stuff at the university, they all voted to go on strike. And... All what I saw, the only opinion I saw on social media amongst all the people I knew is why are these people like abandoning us at like the point of our exams or our coursework handings and stuff like that. And I thought there must be more to this. There's got to be more to this. There's got to be a reason they're doing this. So I set about researching and talking to different people, doing prep interviews and sit down interviews with loads of different like tiers of people and ended up with this 20 minute podcast explainer. And it ended up being quite good, actually. Mm -hmm. Won a couple of awards. 
Brilliant. Yeah. So obviously it's given us an option to make content like a 20 minute explainer. That's not usually what you hear on Demon FM, but that as an absolute option for a podcast was fantastic. It did really well. Um, and it proves that uh, what we tried to do by getting podcasting involved in the station a lot more was just fantastic. Um, when podcasting became very important during the year was when uh, Auntie COVID hit and suddenly we couldn't get access to the studio. Just like that, in, in the space of about five minutes, it went from everything's fine to you can't go into the building anymore. Mm. We couldn't get any kits, we couldn't get any equipment. All we had was our phones, our computers, whatever we had in, in our individual flats, we couldn't get together. Um, and that basically birthed the, the kind of invention of internet calls, didn't it? And, and getting together over the internet and seeing how people can connect without being in person. And whilst everyone was so isolated, we decided what better thing that we can do as a, as a station to serve our community, but to make a podcast which serves the university community who are all in isolation or all in, in lockdown in their flats. Um, so we called that the weekly wonder because it was essentially a weekly wonder around campus for people who shouldn't be going out and having a wonder. Um, and that was fantastic. And we had loads of different guest uh, people doing uh, presenting. Um, I know Hannah, you were involved in it doing a couple of bits, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. So I was the anchor for a few episodes um, and I was really keen to kind of get the music in as well because essentially yes people listen to the radio to hear conversations to uh for their favorite presenters but they were also there for the music as well and i think that's how we kind of made this podcast as close to a radio show as we possibly could so i was really keen on that and we got some great artists on both less the locals and also fellow students as well um that wanted to get their their art out there and yeah i thought that podcast was extremely important because it was literally one week it was we was doing our shows as normal a lot of us third years we didn't know that that show was going to be our last show and we obviously had bigger plans that we can never follow through with because all of a sudden bojo was like mate you gotta stay inside so we were all at home um so still having that opportunity to use podcasting and using this me you know way of communicating with listeners um to a whole new level um was was brilliant and it was really nice to hear other people's voices as well and still be able to work with you guys as a management team because um we we were just saying while while you guys were hearing those um tracks that we only really had about six five or six months in management really when every other year before us had more like nine um so it was really really nice to still carry on and, and do what we do from our bedrooms and I remember I was sent loads of pictures of everybody's like home studios. So we had cardboard boxes. We had like bean bags and stuff. We had, I think Kat was in the cupboard where her tumble dryer is. Like everybody got really creative and it was really cool to see. Brilliant. And that just shows how, how people can get involved in podcasting. We proved that anyone can get involved Uh no matter who they are or where they are. And we made it work, which was fantastic. And I think it was what, probably one of the most amazing things to come out of our experience uh, in demon management because it's lasted. It's still a thing this year and it's still going. Absolutely. So we have got uh, another couple of songs from uh, 2020 and 2019 uh, that were number ones. And this one might surprise you that it even was a number one. Welcome back to the Demon 25 weekend of shows. Uh, we are from the 2019 to 2020 Demon FM management team. Um, 
only a year ago, and we're taking a look back on everything that happened in our year uh, and how that's affected us and how what we've done has affected the station in hopefully a very good way. Um, part of this is we wanted to take a look back to our year being the first year where Demon FM was online only. Uh, the year before we were in management, there was a big debacle about whether Demon FM should keep its community FM license or whether we should push forward and go for an online license. Uh, and there was lots of split opinions. And in the end, it was decided we're going online only. So it got to uh, May in the summer of 2019, just before we all uh, knew that we were properly getting into doing our roles uh, that we ended up doing uh, last academic year. Uh, and we all gathered in a pub that we like to go into for socials. And we basically did a radio outside broadcast from the pub. Hindsight, not sure it was a good idea, um, but it was a four-hour broadcast from eight, uh, from about eight until midnight with our uh, FM transmitter being unplugged from the wall at midnight. Uh, and it was a it was a real moment that it was an end of an era. That man, that year's management team had basically just finished their term. That was it. It was unplugged from FM transmitting and they were shutting it down for the summer. Um, I believe myself and Tom were knew we were going to be in our roles for next year, um, but we hadn't quite got round to uh, recruiting people like uh, Hannah and Araminta yet. Um, and we just, I don't know. I think we all thought that this moment that we were being part of was the start of something new. Um, and we had an opportunity to reset and build this station again uh, as an online only station, didn't we? Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, ahead, when Alan. we were in Legends, it was the last song that was played out on FM was Jason Derulo's The Other Side. And I'll always remember that moment that that I, I don't know why, because I wasn't fully a part of Demon FM at that point. I found myself at the switching off party just by fluke. I don't even know why I ended up there, um, but I was. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I remember that happening. And it was an I don't know what it was. It was an extremely emotional moment um, in that. Absolutely. It was a rejuvenization. It was the start of something new. It was a new era. Um, Tom and Daft had the reins on the, on the, um, on the station from then on. And, um, it, it felt exciting, but we had to think of new ways to kind of get the community involved because beforehand, you know, Demon FM was being played in taxis and kebab shops. I remember hearing it when I was kind of walking around Leicester, but being online only, we had to find new ways of um, of reaching out to the community, not only the local Leicester community, but also the university community. Um, and I think Araminta's role really, really helped with that as impact producer. I hope so. Thank you, Hannah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a it was a funny time to to be creating this role, which was the um, I was the first impact producer for Demon FM. So my time was completely dedicated to just sort of ideation and coming up with ways um, that could push the station into new areas and and make connections with new people. And the first thing that we did was try to find some sponsors for our Freshers Fair, the following Freshers Fair, and we ended up teaming up with Doorstep Desserts, which is a big uh, Leicester student favorite, I think. Um, and we we reached out to these smaller businesses and we said, hey, do you want to get involved? And through that, that's something that we'd never really done before. We'd never really had an external sponsor in that way. And it just opened up a whole new door to this idea of, we could do this again. You know, like we can make connections with these businesses that we always talk about, and we, especially through um, the Demon Magazine as well we do a lot of reviewing and we do a lot of visiting and sort of tapping into the different cultural spots in Leicester and what you can do, but we hadn't provided that value so much through radio. So I think um, 
the switch off as much as it was this big emotional moment and everyone sort of thought, oh God, what are we going to do now? If it hadn't happened, I don't know if we would have started thinking outside of the box like that. Um, so for me, it was definitely a huge positive and, and we didn't, as Hannah's mentioned, we didn't have as much time to get as much accomplished as we might have liked, but I think, um, it made me feel better leaving Demon in that state. Um, especially as I was going into a social media career as well, just knowing that there's no better place to be at the moment. And especially during this pandemic than online and Mm. centering your presence online. Um, it felt, I think to many, uh, or perhaps to just a few as a, ending of something but really as times change and we, and we look at the facts it was sort of the only way forward um so i think uh it, it was an interesting one and i hope that we did kind of get the ball rolling on yeah pushing demon out towards the wider community a little bit more absolutely yeah, I- yeah. our our reach into the community uh, was almost cut off overnight literally cut off overnight uh with the fm signal going down um, and yeah, and, and the things that you do and the things that Hannah uh, got involved with with social media and promotions um, really helped us try and get back out there, rebuild those connections uh, into the community in a different way, in a more modern way. Um, and that was all really, really good work. But to make that worth it, what we were doing as a team and as a team of presenters and producers also needed to be really good. We needed to make sure that what we were doing, what we were trying to sell as a service, essentially, was going to be you know a good competitive thing that people would turn on and go that sounds good and uh one man that was behind all that was tom fair um who led our award-winning multi-award winning training program which really looked at kind of retraining re um kind telling people how things should actually work in this new era of online radio didn't it yeah, I suppose so. I sort of became a bit of a part-time teacher, I suppose, making all these materials. Um, no, I suppose what I wanted to do with my training program is, you know, when you first walked into that studio and your heart was just going and going and going. And I, saw, so I suppose I wanted to make a sort of a low-pressure environment where everyone can just sort of learn the basics and then learn a little bit more and then learn a little bit more and sort of standardise that sort of way of thinking across this entire station. So... You know, here's how a link works. Here's how we want you to think about things on the radio. Give you this framework in which you can inject your own creativity. Give you this framework to support yourself and build your own confidence. I suppose that was, I'm quite proud of what we accomplished with all that kind of stuff. I've, you know, inspired a lot of people to go into podcasting. I help people learn how to record things outside of the studio so they are able to go to like you know the o2 academy down the road and go and interview some bands and whatever i think just having someone to teach you that kind of thing and let you know you know these are the possibilities go wild that was really useful to i suppose a lot of our younger younger folks Brilliant. Thank you, Tom. So we have got not much more time left with you. We do have, however, got a couple more bangers. Number one hits from 2019 to 2020 to play you. Um, So we'll get cracked with that before we say our final goodbyes and hand over to the 25th year this year of Demon. Welcome back to the Demon 25 weekend. Uh, we're almost coming to the end of it as well, which is super sad. I think we've all really enjoyed uh, having one hour back on our student radio station after a year off it, uh, which has been a lovely, nice treat. We all wanted to, before we go, do a couple of thank yous because we've spent this last hour talking about uh, so many amazing things we've done, so many amazing things that uh, Demon has given to us. And None of that would have been a thing if there hadn't been some special people who had helped us get there, given us advice, been nice to us, just 
given us a compliment that one time maybe so uh, we've got a couple of people we want to just drop some respect on and uh, give a little shout out to so for me uh, abby gibson has to have a huge shout out she was the station manager when i was in my first year um, and she was just lovely she was so supportive she loved everyone um, and just really wanted the best things to happen um, and i know even into my third year when I became station manager, she was still messaging me, checking on how I was doing, asking if I needed advice. Uh, so Abby, you're always there um, and you really helped me get through uh, making everything um, as amazing as it was. Um, Hannah, do you have something you want to thank? Yeah, I've been thinking about this for the last five minutes, trying to figure out, because there, there's a, there were several people um, that got me kind of to where I am, but I know he's going to blush. He's on this call, but it's going to have to be Tom Fair because I was umming and ahhing about uh, joining Demon for a really long time. And we, we somehow knew each other before. I, I don't really know how, um, but we, whenever we would see each other, I'd be like, oh, I really want to join. Um, I have these ideas. And he was kind of the one to kind of go, well, do it then. And I'm like, well, I'm going into my third year. Like nobody knows me. Like nobody will, will, will kind of, um, will yeah be able to talk to me and and all that kind of stuff and he was like no do it I think we need somebody new on the team fresh pair of eyes and yeah I'm really happy I did it so thank you Tom you're very welcome <laughs> and talking of the man himself Tom do you have someone you want to uh give a bit of thanks to I do yeah uh Toby Jeffrey who was the deputy head of news when I first started in first year he was the one who trained me up to be a news reader and considering that I now want to be a journalist I'm pretty sure that counts as a big influence on my demon career amazing um and then finally for thank yous uh, araminta who, who have you got to give some thanks to well hannah's um kind of stolen half of mine because i think a lot of people in demon will will um say tom fair was their main hype man um he was definitely behind everyone at all times pushing everyone to do better pushing everyone to do new things they hadn't tried yet so i'm extremely thankful for that especially in sort of my latter half of demon but from the very beginning i'd say the person who was a huge role model to me who really um encouraged me to do more and try new things was probably Catherine adley um who was hugely influential in getting me to interview for the first time which was terrifying but really fun and helped me to apply for my first um sr well my first, my only sra chart show as well which i wouldn't have been able to do without her support so yeah she was a, a huge role model for me she really helped me along the way there amazing right well thank you so much for everyone that's had a nice shout out thank you to all of you for joining us uh, for this uh, last hour thank you for our panelists um and i also wanted to give one thank you to all of the station management teams from the 23 years that came before us uh, you know the first one that set demon fm up very important but i'm sure the 13th the 12th anything in the middle was just as important all the people that said you know what we need to keep this good thing going we need to get it slightly better we need to slightly improve nothing that we have done uh, last year would have been possible if we hadn't had all of those teams before us being absolutely amazing so thank you very much to all of you um, and that brings us to the end of our hour taking over the airwaves on demon fm but we do have one final banger to play us out so shall we hear it yes absolutely let's do it let's do it Oh no, is it over? Well, don't worry, because if you head on over to Demon FM Podcasts on Anchor, you can listen to all of our other podcasts, as well as keep an ear out for any new episodes. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and more. Go on, have a listen. I support you.